0: My dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I welcome you to this week's edition of the St. Jude Parish Chatter. Of course, I'm here with Deacon Joe. How are you doing today, Deacon Joe? Hey, I'm doing well. And you're not alone. We are not alone here no. in the studio. We have a special guest. Who's our special guest today? Oh, Mary Brug, our, our uh, uh, director of...
1: Family evangelization.
0: Family evangelization. I still want to call you youth minister, so I know they changed. Mm, it's so big. Is. Mary takes care of our kids from kindergarten through 12th grade. I know. And we were just reading in the catechism together as a staff of the importance of overcoming ignorance in the world, because ignorance leads to rejection of God. And Mary is our key, one of the key people that helps us to overcome ignorance within the world. So welcome, Mary. You want to say hi to everybody?
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me.
0: So, can you tell everybody what your job is, not just the description, but what do you do for the Kingdom of God here at St. Jude's?
1: Yeah, um, I get to accompany our families. as father was saying kindergarten through 12th grade, um, and that looks like facilitating religious education um, and also running middle school and high school programs. Um, addition we have fun nights whether that be we have a quarterly family night for RE where families can just come join us we kind of pre-made activities and parties just to help grow in fellowship and uh, just for families to grow as in each other as well and then also just fun nights for middle school and high school as well and just uh, I guess my job is to really just accompany people and And I heard you were having
0: a particularly fun night last Friday night when the bus got stuck. (laughs) Do you want to tell everybody about the bus getting stuck?
1: Yeah, so last weekend we had the great gift to get to go up to Mountain Madness, a retreat, but it's up in Estes Park. And sadly, Friday was not a day of great weather for driving up to Estes Park. Um, So it took us a hot minute to get up the mountain to Estes Park, about an hour, an hour and a half more than we had anticipated, um, just driving pretty slowly. But then once we got there, we were going through the the whole retreat center because YMCA of the Rockies is huge, trying to find the building we're at. And thankfully, we got stuck right outside of the main assembly building for the retreat. So the so, whole
0: bus was stuck in the snow there?
1: Yeah, the whole bus got stuck going well, up the What did you hill. do? Did
0: you let all the kids out to go play in the snow or did you leave them <laughs> in a stuck bus? What did you do?
1: No, well, at that point the retreat was starting so we actually had a couple volunteers go and take all of the kids into the retreat center and then our brave, our brave volunteers who stayed behind helped the bus driver put chains on the bus and get it over to the dorms to unload all the suitcases for everyone.
0: What an experience. I actually went up there that night because I was uh, one of the confessors for Mountain Madness and it was a beautiful experience. But the snow was intense. Mm -hmm. That was about the biggest snow that I have driven through in a long time. In fact, there was so much snow that when I finally parked my car back in the garage the next day, the snow was still melting off of the bottom of my car because it had been so, so cold on the way up there and on the way back. Yeah,
2: that is a little bit different experience. (laughs)
0: different from from houston wouldn't you say deacon oh yeah but you've been in some snow in your life haven't you yeah
2: now i have so yeah i'm probably when i go back home i am the resident expert at snow driving
0: (laughs) tell us about a a scary experience that you had in driving in snow
2: oh let's see let's see uh well i tell you what it was probably the one of the 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 more uh, more uncertain ones was coming to five o'clock mass a couple of weeks ago because it was started snowing that afternoon and so uh You know, my basic thing is, is try to stay in the grooves on the road and uh, go slow. But there were several people that I saw on the way and one I actually saw that kind of veered, veered off and they were plunk, you know, stuck in the snow. So,
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah, that, but
2: that, that was about it. I've been, you know, I've driven through some, but so far so good, you know.
0: We had a snowstorm about a month ago or so, Deacon Joe, and I remember the ice had accumulated during the night, it's like it snowed and then it kind of melted, and it was treacherous that morning. And I told you, don't worry about the 7 o'clock mass, I'll do the 7 o'clock mass. You remember this? Yeah, I do. And you showed up for the 7 o'clock mass. I think you need a gold star for that. Oh, bless you. Was it treacherous that morning too? From the car to the sacristy, yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't so bad on the road, but the parking lot was like uh, going ice skating at the Galleria back in the day. So,
0: <laughs> Here's a, a hint for all of our podcast listeners. The back parking lot has less slope in it than the front parking lot. And so, um, yeah, a special gift to podcast listeners, try parking on the back in the back <laughs> on a snowy morning. You'll have better luck getting through the parking lot without slipping on, on the ice. I was at Mountain Madness and had to go out after confessions and... It had snowed so much that the sidewalks weren't working, and so you had to walk on the roads to be able to get around. And my car was way over in the front, and you can walk kind of through buildings, and I was at a far building. And I had to walk on the road at night in the mountains, and it was less, single digits, less than 10 degrees. And I was thinking, is this how you get attacked by a bear and die? It's by (laughs) walking in the middle of the night. But I got where I had to go just fine, and yeah, the, the Sacred Heart, I'm sure, was taking care of me as I went along the way over there. Who's our sponsor for this week, Deacon Joe?
2: Well, our sponsor for this week just so happens to be Youth Stations of the Cross. So then Friday, March 1st at 7 p.m., the stations will be led by some youth from our parish, and the reflections are geared for younger children and families.
0: So consider coming to the Stations of the Cross, but that'll be an extra special one then. What day again? Uh, Friday, March 1st. Good so mary's here with us and it gives us a chance to talk about the evangelization program and the uh, education program within the parish and mountain madness is a, one of the key events of the year mm-hmm. i'm not sure everybody knows what mountain madness is so maybe you can tell everybody mary what is mountain madness
1: yeah so mountain madness is a retreat that's put on by the archdiocese of denver that's geared towards sixth through eighth grade it's a whole weekend up in estes park um and the kids get to encounter christ um, through the sacraments, through mass, um, this month, this, not month, this year's theme. We talked about becoming saints, um, what that looks like, encountering um, Christ through the uh, through each other, through small groups, um, and also just having lots of fun and playing silly games and all that kind of thing that middle schoolers all love. <laughs>
0: And the games, like what kind of games would they be playing up in the mountains when it's like 20 degrees outside and a foot of snow has (laughs) fallen?
1: Less outdoor games this year because it was, like you were saying, a sheet of ice. Walking back between our cabin building and the retreat center we were staying at was treacherous although i must say some of the middle schoolers really enjoyed it they were pros at ice skating without skates and pros at making me nervous being Mm -hmm. responsible for their safety
2: watch Um, this
1: yeah exactly (laughs) but they had a great time but a lot of the games it was like all the different youth groups were together and um they'd have volunteers go up on stage and they would do like quote training activities that superheroes might do, so like for dexterity they had to cover themselves as many sticky notes as they could in a minute and then whoever had the most sticky notes on their bodies won. So just really goofy kind of games that everyone mm. got into. Yeah. You so, mean
2: uh saints actually have fun?
1: What? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. In fact, the virtue of utropalia is the virtue of holy fun. So all wow. saints are called to have fun. The word for
0: the day, eutrop- Say it again? Utropalia. Utropalia. The gift of having fun, mm. enjoyment, in wow. a yeah. holy joy. We may have to put that in the bulletin. <laughs> That's a $30 word. Amen to that. <laughs> I have had some experience, of course, with Mountain Madness, and it was a beautiful experience this year. Uh, The deacon told me, uh, who was organizing all of the confessions, that we did 580 confessions that night. So there were 16 priests, and yeah, we worked pretty hard that night. Um, I've had a lot more experience with the Steubenville and the Rockies, because I Mm. guess it's it's here. But um, yeah, just my own personal experiences have been uh, positive at Steubenville in the Rockies as well. You've done Steubenville, haven't you, Steubenville? I
2: did a uh, Steubenville South in Alexandria, Louisiana, and that was really, uh, I didn't quite know what to expect, so I took four of our, our youth there, high school youth there, and uh, that was, it was pretty live. The thing I remember most about it was uh, one of the, the priests who, uh, it was like a procession for, I think it was the opening mass, and he had like this big horn he would toot along the way of the uh, procession. It was it was it was very different, very impressive. But our kids who had not been exposed to adoration were really taken back by the adoration, mm. by the the holiness and the the incense and everything. So so it was a real d- deep experience for kids who hadn't had that uh, per
0: se experience with that before. Yeah. The Saturday night event of Eucharistic Adoration is um, consistently the Lord wants to bless them in the midst of that and wants mm-hmm. to heal them. And there's brokenness not just in our adult lives, but these teenagers are carrying brokenness already within them, and the Lord wants to heal that as well. Mm-hmm. And these kids are aware that they they need and want the healing powers that come from our Lord Jesus Christ. I can just remember being at uh, the Adoration event on Saturday night at Steubenville, in the Rockies, and the priest would go by with the Blessed Sacrament yeah. in procession, and kids would reach out and just touch the garment, reminiscent of mm-hmm. the woman with the hemorrhage that would reach out and touch our Lord's the tassel of his garment, yeah. just yearning to be healed. And it's kind of an a, an expression of faith, which takes a little bit of courage for these kids, don't you think, Maria? That it takes some courage to express faith amongst their peers.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it takes a lot of courage and fortitude to be able to express your faith among your peers. Our our kids, our teens right now are growing up in a in a more hostile culture to Christianity than I think any of us have experienced before. So to be able to surrender yourself to God is beautiful and awe-inspiring for me to witness as like their youth leader, um, to see how willing they are to do it no matter what others say and just to be free in God and yeah. it, it's really, it's really beautiful. In
0: your high school youth program, I know that you've got some great leaders already, but if you <laughs> had one wish, what would your wish be for your high school youth program?
1: Yeah, if I had one wish for my high school youth program, it'd be to have some male leaders. You know, young men at that age like need formation from men, and as much as I can offer them as a woman, it's not what a man can, you know. We are created man, male and female and complementary in God's image, and I... I just see when men are around in the program, like the how much the young men I get to work with blossom and to have a dedicated male leader who's willing to, and committed to walk with these teens, you know, every Sunday to be there, to be that role model, to just open up and just be joyful with them and accompanying them. Uh, that would that would be life changing for the guys in our program for sure. And
0: if there's a, a man listening to us who's thinking, "Oh, I can do that. I'm just too busy. Too much mm-hmm. is going on in my life." What would you say to him?
1: Yeah, we all. I think we all can do that when we have different things that maybe the Lord's tugging at our heart. And we're like, "Oh no, Jesus, I'm too busy. What are you talking about?" But it, the commitment's really one hour, one and a half hours a week that we ask, um, and I have youth leaders who this is their first time doing it and like you would not be alone in this new experience if it's new to you or if you're worried about the time commitment, please reach out to me because I also have other volunteers who can't come weekly based off of their jobs and working weekends and different things, um, but if you just feel any desire like to accompany, please just reach out to me and we'd, I'd love to talk with you about the ways yeah. that you can serve and work with our young men.
0: I like to tell people that the Lord will not be outdone in generosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you yeah. give up some time, you will find great blessings will come upon you. Yeah. The great blessings are already coming upon our program. Tell us about yeah. some of the like a glory story, something glorious that's going on in the Kindergarten through 12 program.
1: Yeah, well, actually, this Saturday, we have 18 students making their first reconciliation, which is just marvelous. I'm so excited for them all. I got to run a retreat for them, um, like a day retreat, not this last week in the Mountain Manis, but the weekend before, and just to get to see the kids and their families as we talk and learn more about the absolute mercy of God has been such a privilege, um, but just so excited to get to bring these kids you know to God's grace through the sacraments that I get to be a part of their journey and that is just an awesome privilege and such a great thing.
0: What about a project that's coming up? I've heard rumors <laughs> that we're going to be displaying tabernacles in the gathering space.
1: Yes, we will be. So our students in elementary school who are preparing for their first Eucharist are currently building tabernacles um, in their class, and we will be displaying those with a little catechesis on the tabernacle in our gathering spaces to what the tabernacle is and why it is, and the tabernacle is the home of Christ, right, where the Eucharist lives, and made out of precious metals, and so the students are making these gold block boxes covered in gems just to really have a deeper understanding of the true presence and the, really the, um, the awesomeness that God is and the true sense of the word and the reverence that we take towards him.
0: Will some of the tabernacles that we're making actually have doors that will open? Will they actually have functioning doors? Are they going to be that fancy?
1: I think it's up to the students, so we'll have to see what they all come up with.
0: They can do this, they can cut the cardboard a little bit differently, that's just how good that they are. Yeah, you
2: know, get, you know, you can have a duct tape underneath the gold. That's true. So, you
0: know.
2: Well, very good. Well, thank you for being with us today, Mary, oh, I really appreciate you. it. And Father, would you extend God's blessing for us. The Lord be with you.
0: And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.